Hi, everyone. Welcome to Overflowing Podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Chandra. Today, we're sharing a brief history of Boys Over Flowers, or Hana Yuri Dongo. Hi, everyone. I'm Overflowing with love to be here with my co-host, Chandra. Oh, I'm overflowing with joy to be here with you. Oh, that's so sweet. These are really good love season words. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. This is so exciting. Today, I'm going to bore you with a history lesson about Boys Over Flowers. This is not boring for you. (laughs) Wait. Wait. (laughs) Wait. Because, because you love history. Like, what are you going to school for? Oh, yeah. I'm going to drag exactly. school for history. So there this, yes, this episode was right up my alley. I was right digging in. Yeah. Doing the research, digging in, uncovering all sorts of interesting facts, going back, reading the manga. So I'm excited then, to dig in with you. And then tell everyone what I've been doing. <laughs> making, making TikToks. TikToks. <laughs> And walking around slowly in a restaurant. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Balance. Are you, are you ready to jump in with me? Do I have to say yes? Mm, yes. Yes, then I am. All right, let's go. Awesome. Boys Over Flowers started as a manga, Hana Yori Dango, which is sometimes shortened to Hanadan in the fandom, in 1992. It was released by Margaret Magazine, which is a Japanese magazine geared toward middle grades, girls about 11 to 15. The author's name, author and illustrator, is Yoko Kamio. And the manga consisted of 37 volumes. So it actually ran in the magazine from 92 to 2004. It is the best-selling shoujo manga of all time, which means middle grade girls manga, essentially. And Yoko Kamio started the, the manga when she was only 26 years old. So the title, Boys Over Flowers, is a play on words about a Japanese saying, dumplings rather than flowers. Christine, do you remember when we were in Japan? Like Dongo, they're they're the little like pink and green and white. Yes. Um, Is it mochi? Is it mochi? Okay. They're like rice cakes. Yep. Yeah. So dumplings rather than flowers refers to people who would go to Hanami. Did you ever do Hanami? Oh, the cherry blossom picnicking type thing? Yeah. 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 I remember that. Yes. (laughs) So... It's about people who go to Hanami and focus on the sweets rather than enjoying the experience of sitting under beautiful cherry blossom oh, trees. Yeah. Yeah. I so, would rather have savory dumplings over like <laughs> pie stickers and gyoza. <laughs> over I, yeah, I agree. I don't, but do you like Dango? Did you like it? Um, I didn't hate it. Yeah. But it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I didn't think it was super flavorful and I always wanted them to taste different, like the different colors, but I don't remember them tasting different. Like I wanted the pink one to taste like strawberry and the green one to taste like matcha and the white one to taste like, I don't know, vanilla, but, um, but they all just tasted. Yeah. They all taste the same. And then they were like rice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So apparently dumplings and boys, the characters kind of look the same in Japanese. So it was an obvious jump to boys over flowers. So um, it's, it's just a cute play on words. The manga was released in 1992, and then it was released as an audiobook in 93 and 94. Uh, the series had not yet finished. There was also an anime series in 96 and 97. There was 51 episodes, then a live action film um, in Japan in 1995. The first international iteration was the TV drama in Taiwan in 2001 called Meteor Garden. Again, this is before the, the manga series had ended. Following that, there was the Japanese drama, Hana Yori Dango, which is hotly debated in the fandom whether the Japanese version or the Korean version is the best version. And I guess uh, we'll explore that on this podcast. Then there was Hana Yori Dango Returns uh, and another feature film. So that brings us to the South Korean version in 2009, Boys Over Flowers, which is the version we'll be discussing first on this podcast. That's followed in 2018 by a Chinese version called, also called Meteor Garden. In 2021, there's F4 Thailand. And from 2003 to 2009, the manga ran in English in North America. Oh my gosh, Christine, that is what was a lot to get through. That that is a lot to get through. <laughs> uh, but I but feel guess, like people need the um, background synopsis. Yes, um, I, I had no idea about all the iterations until I started really digging into this. I knew about the manga, I knew about the Japanese and Thai version, mm -hmm. um, and of course the Korean version, but I was amazed at how many um f4 iterations. yeah <laughs> f, yeah f f4 be taken over the world yeah, um seriously. but there's big also <laughs> big what i said a big ass gang <laughs> but they're like the prettiest gang i've ever seen in my entire life yeah so. um they put like the sharks and the jets to shame are you talking about the like west, west side, side story, story? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. How do I know this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there are some unlicensed versions also. Another Taiwanese, um, oh, no, excuse me. Uh, the Taiwanese cast started a boy band called F4, uh, but had to change its name due to licensing and copyright infringement. There is a Chinese and Indian and two Indonesian unlicensed versions that are based on the manga. There's a canceled Filipino version. It, it was announced in like 2017 and it's 2021 and nothing's ever happened. So the rumor online is that they never had it officially licensed and then they couldn't get the license and just canceled it. Sounds very legit for Filipinos to do that. Just like counterfeit everything um I need our listeners to know that Christine is Filipino okay <laughs> I am not I'm I I'm not laughing at your joke <laughs> okay will there be an American boys over flowers 
you there think? should be oh there my should God. be who would who would be cast in it no i'm just kidding uh um, we'll probably, i do that later let's do that as an episode um okay. well there was an american kickstarter funded web is so oh like version. a web based yeah Yes. And as I dug into the internet to find it, I was able to find it's only, it only ran for six episodes. There was supposed to be 16. They changed actors halfway through. Um, it Wow. Yeah. That sounds terrible. It was a hot mess. There's lawsuits that have come out of it. Um, oh, God. Yeah. And if you dig in on YouTube to try to find um, videos, you can find clips. But mostly you find fans of Boys Over Flowers raging against this version, which is called Boys Before Friends. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, And I found two full episodes on Vimeo, uh, but they're, they're episode five and six, so... So um, not the beginning, got it. In the middle, yeah. and you were like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. But um, I think there should be an an American equivalent or an uh, American version. And I would love to do an episode with you about. Me too. Who, who, would, who would we cast? Who would we cast? Uh, Let's see, I don't know any young actors. So like they would all be like our age actors or older <laughs> Well, I mean, Lee Min Ho was like 25 filming right, Boys Over like, Flowers. I still would pick like like Ian Summerhalden and people who are like 40 now versus like, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I would Jensen love for... Ackles. <laughs> <laughs> who? Okay. Who? I don't know either of the two people that you just- You don't know who Ian <laughs> Summerhalden is? The oh. really beautiful man who did- um, what is that? The Vampire Diaries. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. And Jensen Ackles is Supernatural, the blonde, handsome man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There are already I, two of my, that one is Haibu and one is Lee Min Ho. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, would love, <laughs> I would love for our listeners to sound off in the comments about who should be cast as yes. members of F4. Okay, so a brief synopsis of the manga. Um, Sakushi Makino is a middle-class girl who attends the elite Itoku Academy. A group of four boys of the wealthiest families rule the school, and they're known collectively as the Flowery Four, F4. (laughs) Um, Two of the boys, Ryu Hanazawa, who we know as Jihu in the Korean version, and Tsukasa Damyoji, who we know as Gujunpu, um, develop feelings for Tsukushi. And the ensuing love triangle is the plot of the entire series. Um, Tsukushi, who they call Tsuki, means weed in Japanese, and her weediness interrupts and challenges the flowery four. That's so symbolic. I love it. Yes. Um, and it also kind of plays into the flowery, uh, cherry blossom, Hanami reference. Of, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. But I started reading the 
the manga. Um, I'm on volume 10. So as, as we go throughout the um, episodes, I'll be able to tell you if it's canon or not what's happening. So Sukasa's image was modeled after Christian Slater, talking about old, <laughs> older actors. I don't think Christian Slater could could play uh, the leader of F4 these days. Um, <laughs> in, no. the <laughs> in the 1980 film, Heathers, uh, he, the character was originally going to have dreadlocks, but uh, Yoko Kamio said that she had difficulty drawing them. Throughout the manga, she makes those little notes and mentions Christian, Christian Slater many times. She has a huge crush on, on him. Have you, do you remember the movie, Heathers? I do remember the movie Heather's. Um, it's insane. I just watched it recently. It's the 1989 satire on teen suicide. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't even know how that got made. Yeah. Commonsensemedia.org called it a pitch black comedy. So, of course, um, that's my sense okay. of humor. I would think it'd be like dark humor, but that's like something that you can't even joke about these days. No, like no. you can't even make any type of weird light reference because it's terrible. It's, well, it's not okay. It's not right. funny. Um, it's not. The Christian Slater's character was cute um, in the beginning, Jason Dean, um, but then he murders a few people and attempts to blow up the school and then does kill himself with a suicide bomb. So that's 1989 humor for you. Is telling of the time it was made. Yes. Yes. And like Heather's, Boys Over Flowers deals with sensitive subjects like bullying, suicide, and sexual assault. Um, but unlike Heather's, Boys Over Flowers isn't really a satire, so it can be disturbing. Um, in 1992, when the original manga was published, intense bullying and aggressive sexual behavior were commonly romanticized in films and entertainment. So now, 30 years later, we're going to examine Boys Over Flowers and its many forms. Oh, which also includes, I forgot to mention, two musical versions, one in Japan and one in Korea. That's so exciting. I really want to watch those. They are available mostly on YouTube. You might have that's to what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. We can um we can have an episode where we break down the, the at musicals? least some of the clips. Yes. Okay, that's so exciting for me. That makes me <laughs> very, very happy. We like I said, we're gonna start with episode one of the 2009 K drama version of Boys Over Flowers. We're gonna break it down, we're gonna discuss what we love about it, what we don't love about it. And there's a lot that doesn't translate well to 2022. Um, but we're also gonna talk about why, even though some of the themes are problematic, it still resonates with so many people. Uh, Boys Over Flowers, the Korean version has been on Netflix since 2010, which is when I first watched it. Is that around when you first watched it, Christine? I think I watched it in 2013. Um, so it is available to watch on Netflix. So this version led 
Lee Min Ho to international stardom. Um, and he has said that he can't watch it, that it makes him cringe. Is Boys Over Flowers to Lee Min Ho as Twilight is to Robert Pattinson? Oh my God, I was thinking that exact same thing. I think it's the hair too. Um, but um, yes, I it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. So it it's why they w- are where they are now. And they're both legitimately good actors, but they look back on, on these projects with cringe. So I will leave links in the description to Yoko Kamio's website. You can watch little videos uh, based off each volume in the manga series. So basically like little trailers for each volume. Um, and I recommend you check out the Boys Over Flower fandom wiki, where I referenced the list of adaptations. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Please like and subscribe however you are listening. And follow us on Instagram at OverflowingPod. In our Instagram bio, you'll find links to our YouTube and how to support the pod. So, Christine, for those listeners who want to watch along with us, where can they stream Boys Over Flowers, the 2009 K-drama version? They can watch it on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and Tubi.